This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Pacific greetings and a massive kia ora to each and every one of you. Uh, welcome to the Polyhood Show 96.9 Plains FM. You're here with Sam and Sefa to take you into the weekend. How's your week been, Jay? It's been good. Um, it's just kind of been like we are in the process of moving out, so most of our stuff gets taken out tomorrow to our new place. And we've just been in a state of like, almost borderline laziness like should i pack this now or you know it's just i don't know i don't know how to describe it but we've done a lot of cleaning we've got a clean uh and on top of that we've got a cleaning person coming in to clean the house and yeah uh, i guess it's been a pretty good week in terms of busyness what about you before i say what i've been up to how long have you been in that house for three uh three years and ten months Next question, you said you're in the process of cleaning. Yeah. Or like packing up. Have you like been cleaning and you're like, oh, that's where that went? Or <laughs> have you found anything that you're like, oh, I lost this ages ago? Not yet. I don't think we've got it to that point. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I th- that just shows that we haven't cleaned that much. <laughs> is it? Is there something that, like just in general, is there something that has happened like that to you before where you're like, oh my gosh, I lost this ages ago? Or is there something that you've lost where you like just hope that will show up sometime? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So bank cards, right? Yeah. Um, up until now, I have spent around about three hundred and eighty dollars on bank cards, getting new ones, because they're thirty thirty five dollars a pop. Wow. And that's only been in the last two years. I spent three hundred dollars on bank cards. Thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars. And then um, I always find those, like, as soon as I order a new one, bang, there it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> right there in front of me. Um, and, yeah, I've, sorry, I've come today to the studio mm. and uh, I can't find, I can't find my boss wow. card right now. I have to buy, um, get another one. As you say that, I've been quite proud of myself because my debit card is almost going to expire. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look at it, I was like, oh, it expires at the end of this year. So, yeah, for someone that is also someone that loses a lot of stuff, I'm also, I've been quite proud that I've been able to keep this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to the people. Like, hey, my car's about to expire, you know, because mm. like, I've looked after it so much. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing that I've lost that I would love to um, to get back is uh, I had a folder of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I remember I hid because my dog, because I had it on the bottom shelf and my dog got in there and she nibbled the corner of the... The folder and they were quite rare collectible cards at the, like at the time and they, they would be now if i found them but this is going back like seven eight years and i remember it was at mum and dad's house so i remember taking the folder and then be like i'm gonna hide this somewhere where my dog can't find it and apparently i've hit it somewhere where i can't find it <laughs> i don't know where it is anymore yeah one of my cards is in there 
I think so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that time I came over to play Yu-Gi-Oh! with you. Yeah, and, right. uh, yeah. and I was like, yep. So it's it it mum and dad's? Somewhere. I don't know. I've even yep. gone, like, there were times when I went for a look and I went up into an attic, the attic to look for it or, you know, in these, like, little crevices in the, in the uh, garage, but I still haven't been able to find them, eh? Yeah, I've got an old Game Boy in there I would love to find, but um, that's lost in mum and dad's house in mm. Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to Upu of, of the week. week. Today's Upu, Sam. Faonga, uh, which means uh, to use, so it's, you know, the, it's the doing word. So uh, if I was to ask Joe, uh, you know, Faonga his ulu, Faonga his head, and find the bank card that you lost, you could use that that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. <laughs> or I can tell Sam to use to Faonga Sefa instead of Joe. Um, for in terms of my name, are you being serious? Or are you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. On today's show, we've got my partner Eva joining us, and she's going to be talking about uh, the Recycle a Device initiative that her that she's working on at the moment. She she's working with her with the organisation. It's a pretty cool initiative, um, and what she's doing at the moment is going into schools and trying to get well she's she's not doing the teaching but um she's getting in people to train high school students about refurbishing laptops but she's going to explain it a lot more better than what i just did then (laughs) so join us for that chat after this is someone in your family suffering from diabetes heart disease or respiratory illness Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 bus speaker, that's 0800 727 434, or contact us through our website tat.org.nz, that's tat.org.nz. Welcome back to the show everyone, as promised we have my beautiful partner Eva in the studio to talk to us about what she's up to. Uh, RAD is what it's called. It's in, what is it? Is it an abbreviation? I've forgotten what it's called. Yeah, it's an abbreviation. RAD is an abbreviation of an organisation she's working for, an awesome initiative to do with computing, but I'll let her speak to that. Um, Eva, welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh, good, thank you. Thank you for the lovely intro. We appreciate you coming. Thank you, especially face-to-face uh, COVID times, it's rare to be able to be talking to people in person. Mm. I must mm. say, you guys have been trying to get me on here for a while. So, um, yeah, finally, finally yeah. managed to get me on the show. Well done. Have you took like, what, two years? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> two years? Yeah. But yeah, just, um, you've, you've listened to our show, so you know what's about to happen. Uh, three random questions, so uh, listeners can sort of get to know you a bit better. Um, so first question I have for you would be, um, what is your guilty pleasure when it comes to food? Oh, um, pasta. I love pasta. And, um, yeah, my friend who's producing this is Italian, so she knows good pasta, and she's taken me out to a few great pasta places, but it's that guilty guilty pleasure, I would say, because it's something that we try to cook at home, but we never cook it as good as, as in a restaurant, eh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Favourite restaurant? The one next to... the best Italian that we've had in Christchurch is that one next to um, Court Theatre. I don't know what the street's called. Litchfield? 
not court theatre. I don't know. Isaac, Isaac Theatre. Isaac, Isaac Theatre. What did he Anyway. Francesca's. Francesca's. Ah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Second question I have for you is, what's your all-time favourite movie? Oh, um, uh, uh, there's a few. Mm. Probably, like, feel-good one would be, like, Forrest Gump. But, like, good thriller would be, like, Fight Club or something like that. Ooh. <laughs> Classic movie. And final question for you is, uh, growing up, what did you want to be? I actually wanted to be a travel show host presenter. I had like a dream of traveling the world. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, it'd be quite fun to be in front of the camera and talk about traveling and get paid for it. Yeah. I've traveled, but I haven't got paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> just half of it. Just half of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of uh, Windows, you know, Facebook, you've, Get these random things that people do. Whether you put you put a plane beside all the countries you've been to, I've got a list of like thirty. Someone posted up a list of thirty countries and put a plane emoji beside what ones mm. you've done. And I've got like maybe six. Either got like close to all thirty. He's well travelled, been around the world. Um, interesting fact: Is it Swiss German you can speak? Uh, German. German. Yeah. She can speak. Yeah. So. Mm. But we're here to talk about Rad anyway. Uh, Eva, your new... How long have you been uh, working in this new role? Uh, just over a month. Just over a month? Yeah. Um, yes, please give us an insight to your organisation. What does Rad stand for and what do you do? Yeah, good question. What does it stand for? Yeah. I'll give you the full name. Um, Rad stands for Recycler Device. Um, it's an awesome kaupapa initiative um, that started actually as a result of the lock our very, very first lockdown that we had. Um, back in March 2020, I believe, um, was two awesome rangatahi, rangatahi at Altia College in Porirua that decided they were going to refurbish laptops to help all the kids at their school who were needing to study at home and didn't have a device. Um, so they started it and they're still actually working with us as our delivery partner. So yeah, we formed in 2020, awesome passionate group of volunteers that were really wanting to help with the digital divide in New Zealand. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but there's at least 100,000, they reckon, that um, of young people that don't have access to a device, um, which is pretty crazy, and potentially as high as one in five New Zealanders who don't have digital access, whether that's from not having internet or not having a device or anything. So it's pretty pretty hard in this day and age not to have um, be able to access the internet, I reckon, because everything's on the internet, whether you want to go to the doctor now even with, with lockdowns and everything. Yeah, you got to see your doctor on on the screen sometimes. Yeah, can I, I can only imagine the amount of tech that gets rolled over every year, you know, new things coming in and the old stuff gets shipped out and, you know, everyone just wants the latest and and good things. There's, there's no shortage of, um, like, laptops that you guys are after? Or? Yeah, so what happens is that um, we have to actually hustle a lot with uh, big companies, um, big government organisations, and really anyone who wants to donate us a laptop. And then my job as community and schools liaison is I have to go into schools and or community groups and find out if they want to kind of do some upskill training um, to take apart these devices. And so it's actually high school kids that are helping us um, refurbish the laptops. And then we then donate them out to community to found no need. Um, but with that, talking about the, the sort of 
old tech. Um, the donations that we get, they have to be under 10 years old and have a charger with them. So that's kind of our criteria for the donations that we take. But usually we take laptops or Chromebooks. I always see, you know, shops where they say, oh, refurbished, you know, you know, refurbished phones or whatever. What goes through, like, what, you know, for something to be refurbished? Like, what, what do you need to refurbish, like, a laptop? Um, it has to get all its data wiped off at first. So we get everything that gets donated to us. We send up to a company in Auckland, and it's called, it's called data sanitization. So you think you don't want people's personal data on there and people having access to it. So first it goes through a whole, like, cleaning process, I guess. And then it's basically getting taken apart and finding out which pieces of the laptop aren't working well. And so we order those new parts and the kids put them in. And then it's reinstalled with Windows or whatever it's using. Um, Sefa, you'll know the better tech terms than me in terms of the platforms that get reinstalled. I'm not the tech expert. I'm the community development uh, working with schools expert. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the general gist of how it gets refurbished and then... Yeah, we can pretty much push go. But for us, we also have to label them. So how we trace that we're actually having an impact in terms of the digital divide is that we asset tag every laptop that comes in through us. Um, and it has a little red barcode and its number. And then we can track where the, all those laptops are going. How many laptops have you guys um, received or supplied? I don't know how many we've received. We're still in the process every kind of week of receiving them. But um, last year... They donated nearly 700 laptops. The goal this year is to donate nearly 5,000. Wow. Um, so a huge scale um, that we're trying to do. And in order to do that, we need to be working in at least like probably 40 schools around the country um, to get that many laptops refurbished and donated. Yeah. Yeah. And the aim is to, well, uh, to cater to that digital divide. And I'm guessing a lot of Maori and Pacifica uh, are part of, yeah. represent a huge portion of that number of people not having devices. I can already think of, just looking at my own family, that there are kids that don't have devices um, going into, and because high school is mostly done online at the moment, um, courses and stuff all online just to keep numbers, face-to-face -face numbers down. Uh, and yeah, the more, it's just unfortunate thinking about the kids that have don't have access to their schoolwork for whatever reason, as simple as not having a device or an internet connection. The, in terms of the laptops you get, is it like, um, so these tutors that go out and teach how to refurbish laptops, is it done in a classroom setting or? Yeah, how so does that basically go? if you sign up to be like a school with us and um, be part of the Recycler Device Program, uh, we organise a training day for you. So, um, Remodo Tech are our training partners. So that's the company that was started by these two awesome high school students that are now in second year in Otago. Um, and they actually started a company out of um, this need to, to refurbish devices. And they are the delivery partners, we call them. So they're the ones going into the schools and doing the training. And then after that, the school will continue to basically learn everything you need in the training day. And then these guys are available to help. They have like a text hotline um, as, as it kind of keeps rolling out. You said you guys uh, work with like um, you know, big companies trying to get uh, donations for laptops. Can someone like myself just donate a laptop? Yes, please. Um, so anyone and everyone can donate a laptop as long as it's um, not older than 10 years, as I said, and has a charger with it. 
So the best way to do that is just send us an email. Um, you can look up our website and I'll be cheeky and ask you guys to, to link us on your Facebook page. Um, but we're just www.recycledevice.nz. Um, and then there's a team email. So you can just shoot an email to us, team at recycledevice. And we will organise how to get your laptops. Have you had many people from the public uh, uh, donate laptops? Yeah, we pr- pretty much every week um, we get uh, kind of individual people saying happy to donate my laptop or I've heard about you guys and um, can can I d- donate a laptop? So that's the biggest thing about coming on show like this is just to promote what we do and mm. who we are because the next time you're kind of thinking about, oh, I don't want to, you could take your laptop to the dump, I guess, but you could also just bring it to us and then you're keeping it out of landfill. So that's a big thing that we're doing as well is trying to cut down e-waste. I was just thinking as well, this might be too technical, but is there like an a minimal minimum system requirement for the laptops that are donated? So do they have to be like four gig RAM, have a hard drive, certain space? Work. Work. <laughs> <laughs> but they can be like not working, right? Yeah, they can be not working because yeah, as long as I said, them. if they're under 10 years old, have a charger. That's the most important things. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of, up to our trainers to figure if some of them don't work we look at them first and we kind of filter them through a process um which are those technical things which is not my area of expertise yeah. but those two main things if they're under 10 years old and have a charger and then we do the rest to figure out and if, if they're not viable for refurbishment then we take care of the e-waste for you so at oh, least cool. we're still keeping them out of landfill and we're e-waste recycling them properly have you opened that cupboard in the hallway? <laughs> <You> know, <right? laughs> I have. And I've asked you a few times for those, I'm sure, but you want to keep hold of them for some reason. <laughs> oh, we're actually going to start up, aren't we? Yeah, we're starting out, yeah. aren't <laughs> It's called RADS. <laughs> you could just Ram. come. You know, you could just come work for us as Recycle trainers. Recycle a Mac. We need some more Pacifica trainers, so yeah. here we go. <laughs> and you said you have 40 schools throughout New Zealand. No, that's the goal. The goal, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many schools do you have devices this year? Uh, I'd say we're in about getting up to 10, maybe. Are um, they all up north? No, there's some here in Christchurch. And, um, yeah, there's the Christchurch Boys High one is pumping. We're in Burnside. Um, just trying to start again in Linwood and Hayata here. So. And you have gone into the schools. They haven't approached you. Uh, it's a bit of both. So sometimes people hear about us a teacher and they'll get in touch with us directly or otherwise we're reaching out because we have kind of existing relationships with those schools anyway is it just high schools so we are starting to work with community organizations so um one kind of great partner has actually been the loft library in linwood because librarians are now getting trained to do digital literacy and digital skills and so that's part of this whole digital divide kopapa is that we can give the device, but if a whānau doesn't have access to internet and those kind of digital skills, then it becomes hard for them, I guess, to use the device. Um, so it's really great working with community organisations um, that work in that digital space. Um, but as Sifa was actually talking about before, um, I'm really passionate actually being Māori myself about helping Māori and Pacifica um, in this space. And... In order to do that, we need to be partnering with many more Pacifica and Māori organisations to do this mahi. Um, and I think what we have got coming up is actually some targeted Pacifica training days. Um, they've got pushed back. We were hoping to do them in April, but they might have to get pushed further back because of this 
horrible thing called COVID. Um, so because we want to keep our communities safe. So, but I would say definitely keep an eye out for that and happy to um, post that on your ways Facebook page too when we have those community training days um, dates organised. Those will be in Christchurch. It's so Pacific. cool the work that you guys are doing, Mahi. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to also fix like e-waste. You know, um, a lot of it is quite harsh on our planet, and then also doing a good job with. Uh, helping the next generation gain access to the internet, which is current you'd think eh? would be normal, like something so like taken for granted. But like hearing that, um, uh, you know, the youth aren't getting access to the internet, or some people quite um, quite sad, really. Yeah, it's just I think it was literally just an article and stuff or the day before yesterday, and it was like the studies now are showing that this generation or kids that are in school now are just so adversely affected. Um, because of their lack of access and having to do all this um, online learning. And we might not see the impacts of that kind of for future years to come in terms of our education levels in this country and how kind of pushed back they've been. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's our Māori and Pacific communities that sort of bear the brunt of that a lot of the time. Yeah, I was at mum and dad's, um, it was last, last year I remember this, and mum, my baby brother, he's he was just starting at high school, and my mum said, oh, like, in the morning, oh, you got your laptop, you know, mm. as part of his bag, you know, Windows does it, you got your lunch, but my mum's like, <laughs> yeah, you got your laptop? laptop, and I'm like, hey, like, yeah. what's he doing with a laptop at school? But, you know, we're, we're from a different generation, that sort, sort of stuff we didn't really use, but now, you know, my baby brother who's 12 has to take a laptop to school to learn, you know, and if, if a kid doesn't have access to that, then, you know, how are they going to learn? And also, I think what we've found in the data is that um you know pacifica households they might say oh yeah we've got access to a, a laptop but it's a laptop for five kids and you know them all trying to share that to do their online learning mm. that's not gonna be a healthy kind of learning environment um so i would say don't be fucking bad don't be shy to ask for devices at their schools if they've got more than one you know more than one kid in their family it means that they should be getting more than one device um because there is avenues to get devices out there. Mm. And currently, what do you enjoy most about doing your current work? It's only been a month, but uh, what's been the most enjoyable for you? Um, I actually got to be a bit of a Santa Claus and post some laptops out to some families who had written in through a partner organisation, and that was pretty amazing. I put the package together and wrote the note and kind of wished them well on their learning journey, so it was a a young mum who was just about to study and she had some young kids and she didn't have a device. So that feeling you can't kind of get over that where you can give something like that back through your job. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's so fulfilling, man. Yeah. It sounds so cool. And the, um, do you guys follow up with these families at all? We asked to. We've got to be a bit careful. We, that's yeah. why we like to, um, we don't want to kind of impinge on their privacy. Mm. Um, but that's why we like to work with community organisations because they're kind of the intermediary or the connector to those families. So it's usually the community organisation that gets us, um, I guess, some testimonials or some feedback. Yeah. Okay. I've also just received, um, I mean, we'll, you've received toolkits, right? That the, the people who refurbish the computers. Um, when do, can you explain a little bit more about that? When you learn to refurbish, do you get to keep the toolkit, that kind of thing, uh, if you sign up to be a person that helps to tutor people? Yeah, so the the toolkits are for the schools. So the mm -hmm. schools, that's the only cost actually to a school. So um, they just buy this initial toolkit, which is like your screwdrivers, your 
I think it's called like alcoholic spray and like wipes and stuff like that to clean everything and put it all together. Um, so the schools or us, if they prefer us to, buy those kits and then that stays with the school. So oh, that's okay. for them to continue um, to actually do the refurbishment program is to use that kit. Yeah. So your trainers come in, train students at the school to refurbish laptops. Yep. And from there, you ship them to people who need them. Yeah, well, they've still got to they've got to refurbish the laptops after the training day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not just if it would be done magically in one day, that would be awesome. But yeah, it usually takes a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when they're ready, when they've say got a batch of ten for us, or or however many they've done, then we get them shipped to us, and then we ship them out to community organisations um, to redistribute them. How do people get in touch if they need a laptop, want to donate a laptop? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can um, check it out. Check out our website, uh, www.recyclodevice.newzealand, and then there's a just a message portal there. I think the email address is team at recyclodevice.nz. Eva, thank you very much for joining us on the show. We wish you the best for the rest of 2022, and we hope you re- you and the team reach the goal target of 5,000 laptops. And 40 yeah. 5, laptops in 40 schools. We wish you all the best and thank you so much for joining us on the show today. If someone in your family is suffering from diabetes, heart disease or respiratory illness, contact our nurses at Tangata Atumotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker, that's 0800 727 434 or contact us through our website tat.org.nz. That's tat.org.nz. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show that, you know, you said you're moving into your new place. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, this whole week that I've been off work, I've been looking for, like, a place to, to stay. So, kind of viewings and stuff. I, th- I think we talked about it last week as well, but... Yeah, you were yeah, turning up to a place and... Mm-hmm. Turning up to a place and there's just, like, heaps of other people there. And I was at one earlier today and... Yeah, fingers crossed something comes through, but that's what I've been busy with. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to move into the new place. A shout-out to P, who's bringing the big potato truck. Not paying for a moving company. We're getting the the potato truck in, and we're putting all our stuff on there and doing it all in one load. Maybe two, possibly. But, um, yeah, shout-out to P. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's bringing the potato truck. Thank you for joining us on the show. If you missed the show or any of the other shows, you're welcome to download them from the Plains FM website. Thank you to our ultimate sponsors, Tangata Atamotu Trust. And yes, have a safe, awesome weekend. Good luck to our Basfika teams. Good luck to the Crusaders for the rugby. Fasta uh, Lava, join us next week for fresh, for a fresh new interview. Polyhood on Fridays or the Dose on Monday. Fasta Lava, Polyhood. That was Polyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.